as we get into the season of Lent, it's a period of reflection. It's a period of soul searching. It's a period of reconnecting, of getting back to the Lord. And so as a worship leader, the selection of songs is based on the fact that we would love people to have that time of reflection, the time of acknowledging that the Lord is righteous and yet man is unrighteous. But knowing that there is a desire for us to reconnect with God. So the songs that are chosen are those that help us empty ourselves, help us pour out ourselves to the Lord, help us feel the need for the Lord to be closer to us. And uh, the prayer is that even as we go through these moments, that his name will be glorified, that we shall be refilled, that we shall be filled, that we shall reconnect, that the Holy Spirit will work within us because we are vulnerable, because we are sinful, yet the Lord is holy. So the prayer is that the more we seek the Lord, that we shall find him. And if we can do it in song, if we can usher people into that moment, so that there is a rhema word that comes out, and that the Holy Spirit will come and fill us and dwell within us, and remind us of who we are, and bring us closer to God. I believe his name shall be glorified. Lord Jesus, pour out your spirit on us today. Come, Lord Jesus, come, Lord Jesus, pour out your spirit, we pray. Jesus, 
Preparation for Lent. Lent is a time of reflection and nothing better than reflect on than the mission of the church, our mission. I want to take the episode of the Gospel of John, chapter 1st, from verse 35. This is the episode when John the Baptist, he sees Jesus passing and he points to Jesus, say, this is the Lamb of God, follow him. At that moment, one of his disciples was Andrew, Peter's brother. Andrew called Peter to be with them. They spent time with Jesus. Peter stayed and became the great apostle of Jesus Christ. This is a very important episode in the gospel, in the history of salvation. Because what John said was too serious. If, we, if he were the Lamb of God, he had much to say and to give to those men. After all these years and years, centuries of expectation, the eyes could be seeing the promise of God coming to be real. Note that when they learn, learn about Jesus, who Jesus was, they want to spend time with him, learn from him. That must, must be our attitude. Have you ever identified Jesus as the Savior, as your Savior? Well, this is only the first step. Now you need to spend more time with him, reading your Bible, praying, having your quiet time. This is only the beginning of the life of a disciple and its mission. What comes next is the process that involves attitude and one of them is to announce to others the gospel of Jesus Christ. To announce to others what did you, what you became. Pay attention. You see the text, John chapter 1st, verse 35 to 42. Pay attention. Andrew took his brother Peter, who would later be called by Jesus also, who became the great apostle of Jesus Christ. You see that the proclamation of what we found in Christ is the noblest attitude we can initially take. This Bible test says that the first Andrew found was his brother and he led him to Christ. He got to know Christ, he met Peter and brought him to Christ. What have you made of Christ? Who have you shown Jesus to? Who have you taken to him? That's our mission, to bring others to Him. Therefore, the Gospel teaches us not only should we follow Jesus, but our lives must be, by all means, bringing others to Him. No one who met Jesus, the Lamb of God, 
remains as he is. Saint Augustine, or Saint Augustine, said that never do what Christ would never bless, and never go to a place where Christ cannot go in your company. I believe in that. Maud at Robish said, God in his grace accepted us as we are. But when he when we come to him, he said, we cannot stay as we are. Simon became Peter. I became a Christian. You became a new life. You got a new life. This is the process of getting to know Jesus and announcing, proclaiming him to others. My prayer is that you during this time could understand this is the mission God gave to us. May God bless you. season of Lent, historically the church has taken time to ponder and consider the suffering and sacrifice of Christ. I know that if we do this, we will undoubtedly be drawn into gratitude, giving thanks and praise to Jesus for his work on the cross. Part of this work and part of this story is that Jesus had to do it alone, and he was the only one that could.
recently I sat at the piano and opened up the hymnal and just happened to open to Jesus Walked This Lonesome Valley. And as I played it and sang it, I was deeply moved by the words, by the melody, and by the recapturing of Jesus walking a lonesome valley that no one else could walk but him. And I am thankful that he said yes to walking Mm -hmm. it because though he walked it in loneliness, the end result was a greater invitation to fellowship like none before. And I was personally encouraged in moments where I feel like I'm walking in a lonely valley rather than to fix and give remedy to my loneliness that I would say, yes, I will walk this lonely valley for now because I know as I walk it now, following what you have placed before me, Lord, that the end result will be a greater invitation to fellowship than ever before. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus walked this lonesome valley. He had to walk it by himself. Oh, nobody else could walk it for him. to walk it by himself we must walk this lonesome valley we have to to stay.